0: God bless you today. I want to welcome you to this Blog Talk Radio podcast. My name is Pastor Helen Price, the pastor of Memphis Covenant Faith Church. Today, we will begin our first boot camp episode of basic training for soldiers of the living God. In our introduction today, I want to introduce to you the Bible fact that we have an identity package of who we are in Christ who we are in him. And in that Bible package, it also includes the Bible fact that we are soldiers of the living God. Would you look at with me today at 2 Timothy 2, verse 3 and 4? Thou, therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. In the Amplified Bible, it says, Take with me your share of hardship, passing through the difficulties which you are called to endure, like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Verse 4 says, No man that wareth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. In the New King's James Bible, it says, No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. O precious saints of God, we see that God has called us to be soldiers. He when the moment we receive Jesus as our Savior, Lord, and our God, we're enlisted into the army of the Lord. Did you know that a part of your identity package is that you're a soldier in the army of the Lord? And one of the later broadcasts after today, we're gonna to go extensively into who we are in Christ. Being a soldier is only one part because we are called believers, we're Christians. We're called saints of God, chosen generation, a peculiar people. Oh, we have such a great and vast identity that we'll cover at another time. But today, we're establishing the fact in this introduction that we are soldiers of the living God. In 1 Corinthians 9 and verse 7, it says, no soldier goes to warfare at his own expense. Who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat its grapes? Who tends a flock and does not drink the milk? In both of these verses that we read today in 2 Timothy 2, 3 and 4, it says that we are to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. God wants us to be a good soldier. Remember in the Amplified Bible it said, take with me your share of hardship, passing through the difficulties which you are called to endure. All saints of God, he wants us to endure hardness. That word hardness, here means the difficulties, the trials, the tests, the situations that come, the concerns that come up in our lives on a daily basis. When we're in this world, he said, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. He also told us, he said, no man that wareth, and it says there no, no one who is engaged in warfare, so we See, now that there is a war going on, we're not only soldiers and enlisted into the army of the Lord as a soldier of the Lord, saying that there is a warfare that's going on. And then in 1 Corinthians 9, 7 says, but no soldier goes to warfare at his own expense. See, God says, I want you to know when I called you as a soldier, I'm going to be the one that's going to be with you. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll back you. So basic training in the United States Armed Forces, soldiers who go into basic training, and that's what we're going to be doing, basic training in spiritual warfare, those soldiers who go into that basic training must be trained and become familiar with who their commander in chief is, who are the officers and enlisted ranks, what are the general orders as a soldier, what is the soldier's creed, general orders, code of conduct soldiers' code, they must be trained in who they are now, that they are soldiers. They must be trained in their weapons. Example, in the Army, the M16A2 rifle. They must learn the dress code and be dressed properly, etc. We, too, as Christian soldiers in the Army of the Lord, precious saints of God, we must be trained and know who our commander-in-chief is. We must be trained in our spiritual identity, trained in who our enemy is, because he has an organized rank. There are organized ranks in Ephesians. It says principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world and wicked spirits in high places. He's trained, so we must also be trained to know who our enemy is. We've got to know we're not we're not warring against flesh and blood, as we'll see later on, but he's said against ranks and forces of the enemy so that we won't be fighting our dogs, our cat, our mother, our father, our sisters, our brothers, our uncles, aunts, nieces, nephews, and cousins. Our, even we won't be fighting our neighbors. We've got to know, and now the saints of God, we've got to know that we have an enemy. And then we've got to be trained in the weapons of our warfare, trained in what to put off and what to put on. You know, it says in Ephesians 6, to put on the whole armor of God. And that's what we aim to do during this particular basic training, during this boot camp. We want to be able to be trained to build our faith, hallelujah, and become strengthened in our faith, hallelujah, in spiritual warfare. This message is so important because we need to be reminded. And we do need to build our faith in the Bible fact that God wants us to be good soldiers in his army so that we may please him who has called us to be a soldier. And with this purpose in mind, that we may be able to stand, stand victoriously, and to withstand all the tactics, maneuvers, wiles, methods, and plans of the enemy. I began training in spiritual warfare over 30 years ago. I would go to classes with one of my dear sister friends in Christ Jesus, Minister Paula Manley. I learned so much during that time. But over the years, I let my training slip. I've suffered loss. Thanks to God, I've suffered loss in some areas that I didn't have to. Sometimes I would get in a situation, and I was like a deer in the headlight, just standing there looking, instead of doing the things that I needed to know to do to be a good soldier in the Lord. Not realizing that God has given me, has given me, and not remembering that he's given me over 10 weapons of our warfare. We're going to go over those 10 weapons of our warfare. The name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the word of God. We're going to go into the scriptures to build our faith in all of those, those weapons of our warfare. So we won't be like a deer in the, with the headlights on them, just frozen and looking and not knowing exactly what to do and that we won't suffer loss. That's why the Lord has brought me back, not only for my faith to be strengthened, but that also that the faith of others may be strengthened, that we may be victorious in him and in his word. So one of the first things we've already established, just very briefly, is that we are soldiers. We've looked at that he has He has called us, he's enlisted us into his army, whether we want to be or not. See, once, once you get in there, you're going to see that you are In the army of the Lord, there is a warfare going on, and he wants us to be able to be alert, watchful. That's why he said watch as well as pray that you enter not into temptation, because he says, if you can know, even in the good times, he said, I don't want you to be paranoid, but just know you've got an enemy. There's a war going on, and even when I bless you, I want you to stand, watch, and pray. This is as soldiers of the living God. Now, one of the first things that, uh, because we said when they go into basic training, I have a precious niece, and her name, she was in the military, and she's always my military guest. She is so wonderful. And the only reason I talk about her height is because, I mean, there's a lot of power in that package. She's only 5'2", but she also became a drill sergeant in the Army. But not only a drill sergeant, she became a military police. Not only was she military police, she got into the recruiting end and the retention. She would train recruits before they came into the service. She would train them. And one of the things that stood out to me that she said to me was that as we interviewed her for this time and for this basic training, she said that when she would get a recruit, or, you know, to bring a recruit to get ready, they just had to get ready for basic training. It's almost like school. They need We need a head start. Not only do you have to have basic training, but we need a head start. I pray that this, this uh, basic training in spiritual warfare may just be a head start for you as you're listening, that you'll go deeply into the Word of God and begin to do and, and to study and be trained, be strengthened in the area of being a soldier in the, in the army of the Lord and being able to uh, know all of the things that God has required for you in that army. And so she said if she had three months to train a soldier, many times they would be retained. But if she had maybe only a one, one month to train a soldier or recruit before he would go into basic training, many times they had to be recycled, which means they had to do it over again. I believe that this time during this basic training in spiritual warfare, I'm being recycled. God said, I'm taking you back through basic training, my dear. You need to know some things. You need to be strengthened in this area. You need to know beyond the shadow of a doubt and don't be in la-la land that you are a soldier of the living God. I want you to endure hardness, trials and tests and temptations, the things that you'll face. I want you to endure them as a good soldier of the living God and knowing that he's backing us along the way. So during this time, that's what we're 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 focusing on. That we don't want to suffer loss. We want to be strengthened, but also that the faith of others, that others may be strengthened. He not only wanted my faith to be strengthened in the area of spiritual warfare, but he also wants others that they might be strengthened and may be victorious in him and in his word as we get ready to go into this particular part about uh, knowing who our commander in chief is and that's what we're going to do in this introduction today we've gone over two gone over two that we are soldiers and going into our commander in chief is i want to give you a quick uh, thing i heard on on uh uh on a on a christian television program and one of the he one of the men uh his uh granddaughter had had uh when I'm sorry, the granddaughter was telling, grandfather grand, uh, was telling about his granddaughter. His granddaughter's hair was very long and she was in the swimming pool and she got sucked into one of the holes and she drowned. By the time they took that child out, even though the paramedics came and they worked on her, the people there worked on her, but there was no life in her. And all the signs of no life was upon this child. But when the daddy came, the daddy, and you could tell he was one who had been trained. He knew exactly what to do, and he said, Satan, I command you, take your hands off of my daughter. And they said all of a sudden the paramedic said that child jumped up and stood up on her feet. And when she stood up on her feet, the, all, all the paramedic could do was point. And when they had already called for the people come to come and take her away because she had already, they said she had died. And so when the people got there, they said, who's the one that passed away? Who is it? And the paramedic couldn't say nothing. All he could do was point. They took the child on to the hospital, but she was fine and came out with no kind of repercussions. But that daddy, as a soldier of the living God, he knew of the authority that he had. He knew what he could do. He knew how to use the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the word of God. He knew what to do at that time. And that's what God wants us to be able to do. He wants us to be able to know the weapons of our warfare. My, my my niece told me, and she said, she told us, she said that when a soldier goes in, he can't wait to learn to, how to use his weapons when he gets in basic training. Because if he comes in there and he's trying to learn how to do like the A2 rifle, he's got to know how to take it apart, clean it, and put it back together again. If he comes in there in, and just coming into the basic training, he'll be behind. Why Dennis said, like we do in school, he the trainers, soldiers need a head start. And see, we have God has given us a head start. He's given us a head start in him to let us know when Jesus said, All authority and power is given unto me, Jesus said. All authority. And then he said in, in Mark 16, behold, I give unto you power and authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. I'm sorry, in Luke 10 and verse 19, he said, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the work of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. He's given us the delegated authority to use his name, and we've got to be trained. So when something comes up, we will be able to stand. Well, my granddaughter called me the other night, and she was in labor. And as she was in labor, and she had had a seizure during that time. She said, Grandma, they're getting ready to take me in this surgery. And one of the first things, because I had seen that in her, I said, Satan, take your hands off of my grandbaby in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the word of God over her in Jesus' name and over my grandbaby. I have the most beautiful great grandbaby now that was just born the other day. So I want to tell you this message is important so we won't suffer loss. I may be getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to, to even if you just listen to this message, get it down in your spirit so we won't be like deer's in a headlight. I've seen things happen, and I just stood there and said, what, they're gone? Wait a minute, I was supposed to be praying. I was supposed to be rebuking, saying, you spirit of death and dying, get off of my loved one. Because many times you'll even smell the spirit of death. You'll know that there's something that's going on, and we need to use the authority that God has given unto us as believers. Now, before we close today, I want to talk about very quickly, and we can go back into this at another time too, but I want to be able to introduce to you who our commander in chief is. In the United States, the Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces in the United States of America is the president, whoever that president might be. They are, that that Commander-in-Chief, the president, is the Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces. Now, with that Commander-in-Chief in in the Armed Forces, I'm telling you, I don't know the president personally. I can't just call him up and and sit down and talk with him and and get close to him. But we have a Commander-in-Chief. Who is Jesus Christ, the righteous one? He is the one that encourages each one of us on a daily basis. Come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Glory to God! Hallelujah! We have a commander in chief, and his name is Jesus Christ. He is called the great head of the church in Ephesians one twenty-two and Ephesians five and verse twenty-three. He is the one who gives us his divine commission to go into all the world and preach the gospel. He said, I'm going to back you. I'm going to back you with my name. I'm going to confirm my word with signs and wonders following. And he's the one who is not only the the commander in chief, he's the captain of our salvation and the captain of our faith. And Hebrews 12, 2 talks about he's the captain of our salvation and the captain of our faith. Why is this so important that we know who our commander-in-chief is in this, in this army of the Lord? It's so very important that we become so intimately acquainted with him because God says, I don't want you to be worried about anything. I don't want you to be fretful about anything. I want you to cast every one of your cares onto me, no matter what it is. I don't want you to be anxious about anything, and I don't want you to be worried about anything. I want you to pray about everything and let my peace that passes all understanding keep your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. God wants us to know his character, his nature, his ways, just how much he loves us. That's our commandment. He wants us to know the greatness and magnitude of his wonderful love for us. John 3.16 says, for God." So loved the world. He didn't just say he loved the world. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life. We must never forget the greatness and magnitude of his wonderful love for us. Oh, how he loves you and me. If nobody's told you today Jesus loves you, I'm telling you today Jesus loves you. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Glory to God. Glory to God. God wants us to know him so well that we'll be assured that because, in Romans 8.32 says, he gave it did he not give his only begotten son for us? How will he not also with him freely give us all things? He assured us that he that did not hesitate to spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, can we not trust such a God to give us with him everything else that we can need? God wants us to know as our commander in chief that nothing is too hard for him. He said, "What is it that you're facing?" He said, "Weigh it out." There's a little, little. Uh, uh, I think it's a little uh, a riddle that goes uh, about what is too hard for God, or or uh, and what there's just a little. But the answer was, there's nothing too hard for God. That's the answer that came down to it. Nothing is too hard for God. God said, "Whatever you're facing today," He said, "Give it over to me. I'm your commander in chief." I'm not like a worldly commander-in-chief. He said, I want to be intimately acquainted with every one of the affairs of your life. My mom's favorite scripture is in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which is, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. God said, Acknowledge me. I'm your commander-in-chief. He said, All authority and power is given unto me. And God wants us to know that he's still doing miracles today. He said, Beloved, I don't want you to limit me. He said, I don't want you to limit me as you go and as you come. I don't want you to limit me. I'm your commander-in-chief of the armed forces of the living God. I'm your command. And as a soldier, he said, I'll never leave you, beloved. I'll never forsake you. John 1 and verse 12 says, As many as have received him, To them has he given the right, the power, the ability to become the sons and daughters of God. In one translation, it says we are now children of God. We're not only soldiers in the living God, but our daddy God, our daddy God, hallelujah, is our commander-in-chief, the captain of our salvation, the captain of our faith. That's who he is. So today I just wanted to share the introduction today. I wanted to just cover the fact that we're soldiers in the army of God. And God wants us to be good soldiers. He wants us to endure hardness as good soldiers. He said the race is not, in Ecclesiastes it says, the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. But in Matthew it says, but to him that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. God wants us to be able to endure and walk in victory, in victory, because he's called us to be victorious in this life. And then he wants us to know that he is our commander-in-chief. You're invited to come along with me and us on this boot camp journey as a soldier of the living God in our basic training in spiritual warfare. Lord willing, in the weeks to come, we'll be again going into our identity package more fully because that's going to be very, very important as a soldier. Not only that you know that you're a soldier, but you've got to know who you are in him and, 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 and what, he, what he's invested in you. We'll be covering by the spirit of God also as the Lord would lead. We're going to be talking about the weapons of our warfare, going extensively uh, into the ten weapons. There are more than ten, but we're going to cover ten weapons of our warfare. We're going to be covering what we're to put on and what we're to put off, to put on the whole armor of God, and we'll be going through each one of this. So I want to invite you again into this journey with us today. Now I ask God that he would bless you. I ask God this day that those of you who have made it this far, I ask God to bless you, keep you. May he make his face to shine greatly upon you, and may he give you abundance of peace. May he meet you at the point of your need today, whatever that need might be. Remember, he's our commander-in-chief, and he cares about us, and he cares about you. May he touch you in your body. May he touch you in your finances. May he touch you in your relationships. May he touch you in every single area of your life in the name of of the Lord Jesus Christ. So as we end this broadcast today, if you've not given, if you're listening today and you've not given your heart and your life to Jesus Christ, if you're not saved or born again, if you've not yet been enlisted in the army of the Lord, remember that the word of God says in Romans 10 and verse 13, whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. This day, if you're not sure of your salvation, say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, that's right. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask you into my heart and life. This day, I repent of all my sins, and I do believe that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, and that God raised you from the dead this day. I give my heart and life to you. Now, if you prayed that prayer with me, according to Acts 20 and verse 32, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace that's able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them which are set apart in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Welcome to the army of the Lord. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the army of the Lord. You're now enlisted as a soldier in the army of the Lord. Now, lastly, as you close, if you would like to be a blessing to this ministry and sow a special seed, I want to give you our cash app number is dollar sign, glory to God 39. That's dollar sign, G-L-O-R-Y-T-O-G-O-D 39, glory to God 39. Did you know that sowing a special seed is one of the weapons of our warfare that can and will turn the tide in your life and in your ministry? God says in Luke six thirty eight, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. In Acts 10, in verse 4, it says that Cornelius, in the, in the word of God, that he was afraid as, as the angel came to him. And he said, what is it, Lord? The angel said, your prayers and your gifts of money have gone up to God. In the case, James, it says your prayers and your alms. In another translation, it said your prayers and your gifts of money have gone up to God. He has remembered them. And when he looked on him, he was afraid. That's what it says that uh, uh, Cornelius was afraid. But as a result of his giving, God saw his prayers And his giving, and as a result, his household, Cornelius, and his household were saved. I've seen where there were ones who began to sow a special seed to turn the tide in their life, in their ministry, and in the things that God has called. Because as long as the earth remains, the Word of God said there will always be seed time and harvest. God always works with the seed. So if you would like to be a blessing unto this ministry, remember, you can uh, cash app us at dollar sign, glory to God, 39. And I ask God's blessing upon your seed, name that seed now, and ask God's blessing upon you in advance, that God will bless you exceeding abundant over and above whatever you could expect, ask, or even think according to his power that worketh in you. God bless you today. Again, we thank God for you being in our, on our basic training, our boot camp, our basic training uh, for soldiers of the living God. We invite you to come back with us on the next episode, and we ask God's blessing upon each and every one of you today. God bless you.